looked away. I went. And then you said, you said, okay, that's why I said. We're going to talk. All right. Did you know that Warm Bodies was based on a Shakespearean play? Huh. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. With, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ob- most obvious. I'm... It's literally based off of Romeo and Juliet. Okay, today, guys, I'm going to be an idiot for everybody. Yay. And with that being said, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Nerds of the Night. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Ashley. And I am the other host, Jade. Welcome, welcome. I have. <laughs> I've been wanting to tell you this for a while. It's it's something that happened at my parents at Christmas. I opened one of my gifts. Okay. And it was a Millennial Falcon. Oh yeah. Waffle maker. <laughs> and my my grandma tries going. It's the Death Star. I'm like, it's the Millennial Falcon, and it's a waffle maker. And my mom's just like, it's Star Trek. I'm like, it's Star Wars, you uncultured swine. I looked at your mom like she was crazy, because I know your mom's familiar with the original trilogy, which is where it's from. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, no! It is the Millennial Falcon. That is so funny. (sighs) It's beautiful. I think this is, like, the first time we've recorded to where the last episode isn't out yet. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's usually at least out by now. Like, it'll be out by the time this is posted, of oh, course, yeah. because that was the previous episode. <laughs> kind of got to get it out there. Yeah. And Although, I did notice last one was our one for, like, the that we recorded right before Christmas, mm-hmm. and we didn't mention anything about Christmas. It was funny because it's Christmas, and yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to say. Yeah, there's not. I mean, it's it. You can easily bring in, um, of course, Halloween into it because you know we do our themes. Yeah. And with that, this is probably the last episode of this theme because I don't know what else we're we're gonna go off of yeah I have to show both of you the favorite my favorite thing i've seen on facebook marketplace uh for anyone who doesn't know facebook marketplace is a phenomenal uh like little shopping thing on facebook it's basically the equivalent of wish on facebook it's just a bunch of cheap stuff usually it's just a bunch of big companies mm-hmm. you find some really weird stuff yeah the other day i was talking to <coughs> ashley's family about a uh, uh what i thought was like a ruined like a broken down house for sale mm-hmm. on uh on facebook uh th- for twelve hundred dollars which would make a lot of sense if it was literally just basically a plot of land with a broken down house that you had to put in effort to remove and, and rebuild up it was a 30 inch by 20 inch picture that you could buy oh mm-hmm. uh, what yeah that's and it's that's... not even it wasn't even something someone painted no this person took a picture and just blew it up selling the print for twelve hundred dollars. <coughs> oh my gosh the things people and then you have things like this 3d printed rocktopus which is the head <laughs> of dwayne the rock johnson with octopus tentacles dwayne mr the rock i don't i wouldn't know Please how make to make it official merch 
<laughs> yes, if you ever come across our podcast, which I think might be rare, but it might happen one day. I honestly don't know how I would address him if I ever met him. Because... Well, Mr. Johnson's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a high school teacher. Ah, uh, yes, Mr. Johnson. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd like to ask you about that time you beat the shit out of Jason Statham. Yep. We're out of everyone. Or just when he randomly came back to WWE <coughs> and did a championship run. Yeah, I, I, um... I, I don't really watch much wrestling, but I did see, um, like, him, a video of him doing interpretations of the other wrestlers he was going to be fighting in a yes. match. And I was like, oh my goodness, yes, this is what I needed today. <laughs> I mean, what's also hilarious, I, I know a lot of people have different opinions of William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually an episode when Raw was doing, when WWE Raw was doing this every Monday night, they would have a special guest. Mm-hmm. So a different celebrity or whatever would be the special guest for Raw. Mm-hmm. And one week, it was William Shatner. Yeah. And they had, because William Shatner is it's like there's a, the commas, the Oxford comma, uh, that one other comma, and then there's you know, like William Shatner comma, mm-hmm. where it's just a comma <laughs> everywhere. I'm gonna go upstairs and keep an eye on the dogs. But tune in next week when I go through my three hour breakdown of the entire lore and history of uh, Destiny. I mean, okay. eventually. Yeah, next probably week. Pro- next, next week. Next week. Okay, I probably won't be. It's just gonna be <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah, that would probably be an actual three-hour episode. No, but I'm also very familiar with the story, and I'm also a storyteller. So be prepared okay. for that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Okay, that sounds fun. I like how our editor just decided for us what our next episode is. Oh, I already had in mind of what we're going to do for the next episode. Eventually, we'll probably more than likely get to that. But no. He just got no. <laughs> He leaves. I'm just like, no, no. You may be the editor, but we're in charge here. <laughs> or at least we like to think so. We like to think so. But no, it was William Shatner singing uh, the entrance theme songs of the wrestlers. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. It was great. But yeah. Oh, and then... Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to go on into the episode. Okay, but... not yet. Not yet. I have one thing that okay. I want to talk about before that. Okay. Because I know we've both seen it now. Yes! Spider-Mans! We're not going to give any no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. No, no spoilers, no just because... Children. Huh? What? I don't know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but it is simply because it is extremely new extremely to theaters... New. And I've seen that thing on Facebook. It's like, if you decide to spoil Spider-Man No Way Home, you will get a VIP pass to meet Stanley. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. No, we wouldn't do that to you, but it is amazing. Oh, my gosh. It's like I had expectations and it exceeded that. Yeah. With it. When, um... 
I, I went to go watch it for the first time. Okay, I do not, do not cry at oh movies. Oh my gosh. I don't. The middle this, or the end? The, hold, hold, hold on. I do not cry at movies. I have so many friends that can attest to this. I've only ever cried once. Even Endgame? Even Endgame. Oh. I got mad at Endgame. Mm. Well, not Endgame. It was Infinity War I got yeah. mad at. Endgame, I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. But, <laughs> um, so I got mad at Endgame. Or <laughs> Infinity, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Words. Anyway. Um, my friends can attest to it. They've only ever seen me cry once to something, and that was when I watched Fruit, Fruits Basket and one particular episode because it was really heart heartbreaking. Yeah. Anyway, I cried three separate times during watching this movie. It was, oh my gosh. And afterwards, I just <laughs> sat there, and my friends were all, like, trying to, like, find out, like, what I was thinking about it, and I was like, just... Just give me a minute. Just a minute. Like, whoa. Yeah. So many emotions. And we, of course, know that Tom Holland wants to take a break, but, I mean, it's left open. And I believe, I don't know if it's officially, officially been confirmed, but there are rumors that the next Deadpool movie is entering the Marvel Universe but it'll stay rated R. Ugh. You can't have a PG-13 Deadpool yeah. movie. I'm sorry, no. you just can't. No, you can't. Um, yeah, no. That's not, it's not really possible. I hear pitter-patter up there. Doggies. But, um, yeah, no, it was yeah. a wonderfully great movie. Uh, highly recommend it for those of you who are Spider-Man the fans. The cinematics of it, too. Just, oh, it was beautiful. It was so good. Like, my mm. heart... I didn't think Shang-Chi could get, you know, taken out of its place of being one of the best, but (laughs) Spider-Man did that. Yeah. Within a week, it made, like, a billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. And I I loved Shang-Chi, but, and the Ten Rings, but, um, I guess... Especially when you grow up on Spider-Man, this movie mm-hmm. really hits. Like, I mean... Even okay. just seeing the villains. Yeah. Because... I, uh, I'm going to own up <coughs> to something really, really kind of funny. So my first boyfriend looked a lot like one of the Spider-Mans. And, um, so I've... That that was kind of where my crush on him originally started. <laughs> um, I'm I'm finally owning up to it. But um, so watching this movie with how much I've emotionally been tied into it over the course of my life. Yeah. But yeah. 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 So <laughs> we can't say much more without getting into spoilers. Yeah. So we can, which we don't want to spoil yeah, it no. for you because Please. it's still in theaters. Yeah. We'll probably wait until next year. So next week you want to talk about spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't talk about any, we won't mention any kind of spoilers with any kind of movies. Yeah. Unless it is, unless it is on Blu-ray and digital already. Otherwise, yeah. no spoilers. When, while they're still in theaters, we yeah. won't we won't talk about them like d- detailed talking about them. We'll we'll say how we feel about them. Yeah, and um, 
that we like them, and anything that we see in the previews that's obvious already, then we can talk about that. Like the villains, how she mentioned the villains. Um, There's obvious, obviously Doc Ock is in there and all that. Mm -hmm. But there are other characters and other things that happen in there that we wouldn't say because it's not obvious in the trailers and it would be sad if we were like, oh, by the way, this, this and this, and this, and this. this. <laughs> like, no, I'm pretty sure y'all would find some weird tech guy and trace our IP address and give us a VIP pass to meet Stan Lee. <laughs> I mean, which, Stan Lee. Yeah. But, but. um... No thanks. It it would be I like that. Live. It'd be like that TikTok meme and everything. The the person just like sneezes and they're in heaven and they're like, oh hi, Ooh, sit down. <laughs> Ashley, I don't feel so good. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Today we're talking about plays and movies. Correct. Yes. Plays okay. and movies. Movies uh, and different plays. adaptations. You know, um, movies that got turned into plays, specifically musicals. Oh. And the movie version of musicals, like this one. This one's just because it can be either really good or just. Bad. There's no so in bad. between. So bad that it makes your ears bleed. Just yeah. Kidding, you know? Um, like when I was growing up, I loved the movie Rent. Like, I thought it was okay. Well, I thought it was good until I actually saw Rent on stage. Yeah. Because Sam and I, we ended up getting free tickets because one of our friends had extra tickets to it and was like, do you want to come? Because this is when they did their 20th, either 20th or 25th anniversary tour mm-hmm. and it came here. Mm-hmm. And so I'm we, trying to remember, because I feel like I have heard of it. Yeah. I'm really trying to remember what it is. The the play? Yeah. You don't remember Rent? Rent. Seasons of Love? I know I've heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, I'm the worst nerd in existence. (laughs) No, it takes place in New York, um, fairly close to Christmas time, and then just takes place over the course of about a year. And it's these people just complaining about rent and just going on and their landlord is just like, no, I've given you free rent for like a year. I'm kicking you out and goes on this whole, um, lovey bohem kind of thing. I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I need to remedy that. (laughs) Yeah. But, no, the play is beautifully done because it hits some deep points on it. Like, there is a lot of reference to, you know, um, there's a 
trans woman who's her name's Angel and mm. she is great and there's you know mention of like drug use being addi- addicted to that stuff and everything so it's it's pretty much their struggles of actually living in New York okay and almost trying to make it as like entrepreneurs Okay, that makes sense. In a way, like, the story doesn't make sense. It's like, you're (laughs) complaining about rent that you now have to pay even though the landlord didn't have you pay it for a year. Yeah. But the music is beautiful. Yeah. But no, after seeing it actually on stage, I'm just like, like, I was in tears by the end. It was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm just like... Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I'm i really sad to say, as far as musical goes, I have only seen, seen two and been in two others. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. That was for my birthday. I want to say when I was 13. Um, it was, it was being shown at... Uh, school, but it was by a group that had come into town just briefly just to show the that show. Yeah. And they did a beautiful job. I had watched Mary Poppins a lot, and the Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious yeah. was my favorite song when I as I was growing up. And um, I was sitting there, I was watching it, and they got to the part where they started uh, talking about that one, it was actually really fun because they started pulling out letters out of her <laughs> bag, and um, they were like, "What word is this supposed to spell?" And then that's how they got into the song, and they did a beautiful interpretation of it on stage. The other performance I saw on stage, I don't know if you could really consider it a musical or not. It was more of a ballet. Uh, it was the Nutcracker. Mm, yeah. Um, but I kind of, I kind of put, and I'm terrible for this, but I kind of put ballet and musical in a similar category because right. they really are similar. Just one involves more dancing than singing. Yeah. But um, that one was that one was also beautiful. And then the other two I was in one you would never have heard of. It was called Hoboken Private Eye. I, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, it was, it was my first ever performance, and the director was great, the people at the theater camp I was a part of, they were wonderful people, they all did their best, the play itself sucked, (laughs) so, um, I, it just, it didn't make much sense, and it was really confusing, even the even us as the actors, we didn't understand. It was supposed to be a radio show. Yeah. And it went between the actual show and the people behind the scenes as part of the show. Mm-hmm. And the person who was the villain in the show was the person who was the villain in the radio station. Mm. And the radio station was haunted by this little girl and all this all this weird stuff was going on. That's a lot. It that was a lot. a lot. It was a lot to put together in one week Mm. and so a lot of us and they didn't even explain the story to us at all and none of the none of the people who didn't get like heavy lines 
got scripts. So we had no idea what was going on. Mm. And so it was a mess. It was terrible. But it was very fun. I went the entire week talking in a Russian accent the entire Mm -hmm. time. Anybody who is listening to this podcast who is part of that camp knows exactly who I am now because I drove them all nuts. It was fabulous. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) It's always fun irritating people. Well, all my friends were like, yes. And then all of the, like, people in the play. Well, the the more popular kids were like, ugh. And then the next year I came back, we performed Footloose. Mm. And it was weird, because I went from the most annoying kid in camp to everybody wanted to talk to me and be my friend. And I was like, whoa. What mm. happened? What mm. ha- you what? <laughs> and so I was very confused, but I was still like, "Well, I'm gonna sit in the corner over yeah, here, just my little corner." <laughs> yeah. Um. So, cause I don't know what it, what changed, but um, I maybe it was just me. I don't know, but um, it it was fun being a part of Footloose, like. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of movies made off of that story, and they've all been really good. Of course, the most popular one being the one with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But um, the play itself was really fun to be a part of. Uh, I ended up being the the principal, and uh, I mean, I got a few other smaller roles, too, to go along with it because I needed backup dancers and singers and stuff like that. But um, my main role was the principal, and it was great because <laughs> when everyone was talking backstage, uh, I was I, it was it was not a big space, so you could hear out in the front yeah. if someone was whispering. So I whispered uh, when they were all whispering and talking. I whispered, I was like, "You all better shut up now, or I'm gonna give you all a week of detention." And they all went <laughs> silent, <laughs> and the other one just went. It was it was beautiful. Um, it was very fun to be a part of, and uh, there, it, it's fun being a part of musicals. Mm-hmm. Almost as much fun as it is to watch the musical. I mean, it, it, it. I guess it depends on what your role is with it. Like, mm-hmm. if you're in it, yeah, great. And then there's the whole behind the scenes thing. Yeah. Like, the first musical I worked on, because I haven't been in musicals, but I've worked on plays and everything like that. The first musical I worked on was the Adams Family musical that mm-hmm. my college put on. Oh, that sounds fun. But... I was in charge of hair and makeup. Oh, God. I was specifically in charge... Makeup-wise, I was specifically in charge of the female ancestors. Okay. There were about seven of them. Okay. And, oh my gosh, by the end, I got so mad at them because they practically destroyed the dressing room. I looked at them on the last night, I'm just like... Here's the thing. Um, this isn't technically our area here, okay? Okay? Look how it is. The guy's dressing room looks better. Oh. 
after we're That's done, true. you guys are going to clean it up, okay? Otherwise, I have to. But guess what I also have to do? I have to handle your costumes and your wigs and make sure everything is in line. All right? All right. So you're going to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. That. So I was just, you know, I was just in Christmas Carol, which mm-hmm. also another wonderful show that has been in movies. I had, it's been a very long time since I've seen a movie of A Christmas Carol, but um, the adaptation that we were performing, uh, written by the director of, or the, the, the owner of the theater, Stephen mm-hmm. Ferrugia, uh, is, is so beautifully written. I love it so much. I mean, there are still, as with any, as with any performance, there are still some things that don't make entire sense. Yeah. Because it's based off of a movie, and there are just some things you cannot do on a stage that you can on a screen. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, it's, it's so beautifully written, and the sets are always so fun, and, um, the, the ghosts this year were all female. Mm, I told that. And they, um, they all did all of their own makeup and everything, and oh my goodness, they were fabulous. Mm-hmm. I... I love the ghosts in Christmas Carol, no matter what, but I really liked the twist, because we had been talking about it last year, uh, me and a few of the actors last year, Sam specifically, Mm -hmm. Uh, we were saying how awesome it would be for one of the spirits to be, or for the Christmas present to be female. Yeah. Because you only ever see Christmas present as a male, we were like... That would actually be really cool to see. And, and then I never even thought about Christmas Future being female. And they casted all three of them as women. And all three of them just looked so beautiful. Yeah. They all did their own makeup. And it was all so, so amazing. And so, uh, it was great. I mean, Christmas Future was a little scary. <laughs> as Christmas Future is supposed to be. But, um... Christmas present was absolutely beautiful, and Christmas past, of course, also mm-hmm. very ethereal. And uh, they were just, they're such wonderful actors. This year, especially, was just such a good performance. I was lucky enough to perform in the role of Belle mm-hmm. and Mrs. Dilber. Um, nobody knows who Miss Dilber is, though. She's one of the thieves that steals from Scrooge after he dies. Yeah. And Belle, of course, is his ex-fiancée. And, uh, it was just such a great show, and I love the adaptation that Stephen wrote. Um, so, but, uh, there are just some plays like that. He also wrote, uh, Little Women. They did that this mm-hmm. last, this last year. He wrote Little Women. That came from a book. Uh, I think they have a movie adaptation of Little Woman, right? I can't remember. I think they do. I think I, I, I think that's one that's one that I haven't heard much about, and usually that's not a good review on a movie. Um, 
but I haven't seen it, so I can't say anything about it. But the play itself was oh, fabulous. I just, I, I love theater. It's great. Uh, I mean, there are some things that um, sometimes you'll notice little hiccups and things, but it's it's amazing when you get to see those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll show. And and then they they do the thing where they'll take regular movies mm-hmm. and they'll turn it into a musical. Yeah, that that one is always hit or miss. Um, like movies that weren't specifically musical at all. Oh, I'm trying to think. Was Shrek musical at all in the actual movie? No. Yeah, and they turned that into a musical. I think I saw. Okay, I haven't seen it on stage. I saw the recorded version of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they were so creative. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. I was sitting there like, "Dang, that is so smart!" Because they like, did. Yeah, they did it. Like I've heard so many good things about it that actually stays like really close to the movie. Yeah, I okay. So I'm not actually a huge fan of Shrek. But my friends were watching the musical, and I actually was like, okay, I'll sit down, I'll I'll pay attention. Mm-hmm. And I was watching, and the way that, so, like, they had, like, the singing mice, and the way they did that was they had them on shoes, they had oh. the curtains closed, and they had the shoes peeking out underneath no. of the curtains, and then people were just dancing behind this thing. And it was beautiful. And then there was the costume changes, the way that they just moved so smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Fiona, she spun around, in one situation, she spun around and her skirt went from her really long skirt to really short so that she could tap dance. But the way that that had happened was when she spun, they took it off and it got taken off to the side in such a smooth motion that you hardly even noticed it. It went right into the next mo- next yeah. moment. It was so beautiful, so creative, such a good adaptation that I was just like, okay, okay, I see. <laughs> but, but yeah. All right. like, it, it's definitely something I want to eventually watch. Yeah. Part of me is just like... Are the costumes gonna scar me? Are they gonna scar me? Actually, they... Okay, okay. There were a couple things. Like, um, the... What's his name? The terrible prince that's, like, two feet tall. Mm-hmm. And... Lord Farquaad. That guy. Ah, uh, he... He had a really kind of weird kind of costume because he's so short. They had to give the guy fake legs. I saw that. And I w- I'm just sitting there. It almost gave a comedic aspect to all of his scenes, but I'm still sitting there and I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Shrek himself kind of had... Uh, he had a lot of prosthetics for his face, you could tell. Uh-huh. But I think ultimately the costumes all looked pretty decent. Like they didn't, they weren't horrifyingly scarring. Mm-hmm. I Fiona was great. Just her costumes were all fantastic. Yeah, and it was it was really good. All of the um fan like the um. Uh, 
fairy tale costumes. They all were pretty good. Uh, I feel like there were one or two of them that were like, what are you supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that happens with a lot of shows like that where it's just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, but, and then, like, um, a few other where it was... Uh, movies, two musicals, uh, one of the most, probably most well-known one is Heathers. <laughs> you don't know Heathers? Oh, I'm sorry. No? Okay, here, okay, here's my thing. I'm gonna own up to something here. I love theater, but I don't do musicals as much. Like, everybody gets so mad at me, um... The part of the reason that first year that I went to theater camp that I wasn't very popular is because everyone was singing all the Hamilton songs. Mm. I've never seen Hamilton. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It destroys, I know, it destroys the soul. But um, I, I'm not really, I haven't really seen very many musicals, mm-hmm. uh, except for Disney musicals, but I don't think those count. And, um... So, it, I, I'm more of a just normal plays, if yeah. that, if that makes sense, um, kind of person. I've seen it, I've seen more of those than I have. Right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a disappointment today. But no, Heather's, it was an 80s cult classic mm-hmm. movie, um, to where, um, Veronica was friends with the Heathers, which were the three most popular girls in the school, and it eventually comes to where they're at a party and Veronica, you know, makes one of the Heathers really upset and is just like, come Monday morning, you're, you know, you're gone. And, um, like, before all of this, new guy came to town, and he's, like, dark and mysterious and of everything course. like that. Long trench coat and smolder. Of course. And he pretty much convinces her, well, tries to make it seem like a, a joke. It's like, oh, you should poison her. Get rid of her before she can get rid of you. And... She ends up accidentally actually killing her. Who suggests something like that? Someone who's very dark and twisted. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... This just went very creepypasta very yeah. fast. <laughs> well, um, Veronica is really good at forging people's handwriting. So they played it off as if, you know... Heather did it herself. Mm-hmm. You it know, tied. Yeah. And it ends up just going further and further to where, you know, after that, two more people, like, she was told that the uh, bullets in the gun were going to be blanks. Turns out they weren't. And so they're gone. And by the end, JD is just like, let's get rid of everyone and blow up the school. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I need to see this. Um, watch the musical. Mm-hmm. The movie, while it's great, while it's a cult classic, it is a little boring. Yeah. 
putting music to it, though. It sounds fabulous. I need it. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great, and some of the songs are really cheesy. Um, like, one of the songs is about blue balls. <laughs> Just, you make my balls so blue. That's terrible. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then, oh, it it's great. Um, but yeah, the musical's better. Mm-hmm. They turned Legally Blonde mm-hmm. into a musical. Oh, no. 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 Yes. No. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. Please tell me that it wasn't as bad as it sounds like it would be. Um, I thought it was good. Okay. Because the, um, it still, it stays, like, extremely close to the movie. Perfect. Just to music. That's so. Okay. <laughs> so they have a song about the whole bend and snap. Oh. Yeah. And just the whole when they're when they're um on the court on yeah. the case and everything and they're trying to prove if the guy's gay or not. Mm-hmm. So the song's gay or European. Is he gay? Or European. Uh, so it, it's it's a whole whirlwind. It was put on by MTV. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, and I love the actress who plays Paulette. Yeah. And <laughs> probably my favorite quote out of it is after the new um, UPS guy comes and drops off a package and Paulette just like freezes and once he's gone she's like oh my god the new delivery man is like walking porn oh wow (laughs) just like oh (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) but no um like of course the movie's still better um it even has some of the classic lines in there it's like you got into Harvard too what like it's hard (laughs) and like, when she's trying on engagement dresses, yeah. and the girl's trying to, like, scam her and everything, thinking it's a new dress. It's like, I may be blonde, but I'm not that blonde. Yeah. Just like, no, you can't do this, and everything like that. Yeah. So, um, I'm really hoping that... But yeah, and... Uh, another one that they turned into musical, um, which I haven't seen, and I've heard mixed things about it, uh, Mean Girls. Mean Girls. I feel like I have seen that one. It's been a really long time. With Lindsay Lohan. We all wear pink on Wednesday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You don't even go here. (laughs) That. Yeah. I... People will probably hate the, me for this. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the movie. Yeah. I Like like I said, I think I have maybe seen it, but it's been a really long time, and I think the reason for that is I probably didn't like it. Like, yeah. I probably... I mean, usually... It's another like, cl- cult classic in, like, mm-hmm. early 2000s, but... Or, like... I'm sorry. I do have musicals that I do like. Like, yeah. Hairspray was really good. Yes. I... I <laughs> Another opinion people are probably not going to like. Um, I like the movie better. Um, specifically because 
Nikki's. Is it Nikki? I don't know. No, um, Tracy. Tracy, yeah. Um, from the original Broadway, Tracy's voice really annoys me. Uh-huh. Like, extremely annoys me. It just... Yeah. She sounds like she's whining, not singing. I'm yeah. sorry. And I'm Tracy. Yeah. Same with Penny. Yeah. In the original Broadway. Tracy's friend. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying to remember the characters' names. And that one is one that I just recently watched. Mm-hmm. But I was just trying to place all of them. I'm terrible with names. But yeah, not saying the movie but, was the greatest, but it was enjoyable. And then... Yeah, the only complaint I have about the Hairspray movie, because I love the movie, but the only complaint is Zac Efron's character... Right around when he started falling for Tracy, mm-hmm. was acting a little creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, all <laughs> on her bed eating her, her snack. <laughs> um, so, like, I I don't even like with her picture and just all of just that whole scene right there was just it's like, so weird. It's just like yes. <laughs> Tracy, I love you. I should have told you before they try to arrest you. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it. Uh, I that was the only complaint about that I had about that movie. The rest of it was really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, my old high school put it on when they were doing a fundraiser to, uh, take the select few drama kids to Italy. Yeah. Um. So they put on a production of it. And it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think it would have been a lot better, of course, if in, like, Lady's Choice in the movie, mm-hmm. the song in the movie is not in the, not in the Broadway. Yeah. And they only have a snippet of It Takes Two in the movie, and that's oh. probably one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Because that's where she's, like, Tracy, look, because in the Broadway, uh, Tracy is having, it takes to sung to her by a lady. Yeah. And by the end, she's just like, oh, yeah. Mine, yeah. love me, you be the groom, I'll be the bride. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, a lot of people have mixed reviews about the movie, but I enjoyed it yeah i liked her like the dances and just music in general and stuff like that yeah um another movie that got turned into a musical which apparently everyone hates is carrie carrie stephen king's carrie Oh. It got turned into a musical. I'm just like, why? No. What? That would be a mess. I'm sorry. I heard the words Stephen King and musical. In the same sentence. And I went, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's, oh my gosh. (laughs) So you know the moment in Frozen where Anna goes, wait, what? Like the second time right as she's falling off a cliff? Mm Mm-hmm. That's how I felt with hearing that in the same sentence. Yeah, it's just like, mm, no, those 
that just doesn't go together. No. <laughs> Turn Pennywise into a musical. Oh no! Gosh. No! <laughs> We're just gonna get me behind ideas. Oh my no. gosh. No, that's... Not unless it's supposed to be like Pennywise on crack. Cause... Yeah. Oh, no. No. Uh, no. So much no. There is so much no in that sentence. No. <laughs> so, um, probably now... Um, aside from Heather's, uh, the next big, um, it was a movie, cold classic, that got turned into a musical. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice. 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 Beetle apple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beetle apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> ha, I didn't say it. <laughs> no, it's, um... Like, I enjoy it. I definitely enjoy it. Um, there were some parts where I'm just like, um, why? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. But overall, it was still enjoyable, especially the guy who plays Beetlejuice, because he does a lot of, like, fourth wall breaks during the musical. Oh, that's great. I love, I love characters that break the fourth wall. Like, in one, uh, showing of it, Adam Driver, who plays Kylo Ren, was in the, um, audience, and they were doing the song, you know, the whole being dead thing, um, and he's just, like, Ben Solo killing Han? Not cool, dude. Let's get back to the whole being dead thing. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. But it, it's... I don't know. Um, so this isn't a movie turned into a musical, but it's actually a book turned into a musical. Mm-hmm. Which we are still waiting for the actual movie! Oh no. Like, I've seen... I I go through my memories on Facebook. There was once a post from, like, 2017 that I shared yeah. that we were expecting Wicked the Musical oh. in 2019! Oh. What did we get? Actually, I have, like, a whole segment on this. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, I was in a play. I just want to bring this up because it's funny. So I was in a play called The Hamlet Throlmageddon. I don't know if you ever actually saw me in that one. I was Mm -hmm. a main narrator. Uh, Her name was Jessie. Although her name was actually never mentioned in the entirety of the play. I found that Hmm. hilarious. All the other characters got introduced except for Jessie. And I'm just sitting there like, well, my name's in the playbill. That's all I care about. But, um... Just reading it. Who's at Jesse? <laughs> um, so I'm sitting there, and... Or, we're, we're sitting there, and we're talking at the beginning of the play, explaining... The so, so the two narrators, two main characters, Chip and Jesse, are... Hi there. Hi, Dorothy. Dorothy. Um, they're sitting there, and they're 
talking about how their school has a budget of $8 to put on a performance. And they were like, our first idea was to put on a performance using sock puppets. So we present to you, instead of Little Shop of Horrors, Wicked the Musical! As performed by sock puppets. And the way that we did this, we had a black blanket in front of the people with the sock puppets. And they didn't even have decorated sock puppets. They just had socks on their hands. And then they're like, uh, they're singing their, I want to be popular. And (laughs) I'm singing there the entire time. And we have to stand off to the sides out of the light and watch this whole scene go down. And it goes from her singing, I want to be popular. And then they give each other a hug. And then she's like, but wait, I'm still green. And then um, they're like, uh, then they started singing Defying Gravity. And then they're like, sock monkey, sock monkey's attack, sock monkey's attack. Just start throwing socks. (laughs) And then Chip and Drops is like, yeah, we decided to scrap that idea. Uh, it was it was beautiful. I'm sorry, yeah, but you no. you mentioning wicked and, wicked being a musical reminded me of that because that's what the whole the whole joke was was that um it was it, it was wicked the musical mm-hmm. as performed by sock puppets. Yes, that, that'd be kind of beautiful. <laughs> it was. It was a great, I love, I'm sorry, this is going to go really off topic, just real quick here, but it was a great performance, because then after that, what happened was we decided to use our $8 to hire a consultant who had just gotten out of prison and was on house arrest. (laughs) And he, because he was the uncle of one of our other actors in this, uh, in this performance, the character it was their uncle who had also mm-hmm. gone to prison, but he was a white-collar criminal and was really good at business. Ah, so he was a mob <laughs> Yes. And so he comes in and he convinces us to get sponsors, to get mm-hmm. a show that doesn't need us to buy the copyright. So we did Hamlet. Mm-hmm. And to get a bunch of sponsors so that we could change the play and add them into it. We did GlaxoSmithKline, which is a uh, drug company, McDonald's, Dr. Pepper, Gatorade, Carnival Cruise Lines and Families Resort, (laughs) MTV, um, Bloodbath Massacre, Storm of the Future. The third. (laughs) Yeah. It was, oh, it was so much fun. It was a great. It sounds like a lot of fun. It was a great performance. If someone asked me to do that performance again, I'd be like, I still have the script. Give me a second. That's what we'll put on everything. That'll be our live recording. Yeah. From SodaCon. Us doing a puppet show. She means Black Hills Con. Um. Yes, Black Hills Con. <laughs> Same area, different con. <laughs> yeah. I'm so used to it. <sighs> yeah, but, um, oh, I forgot we are going to have that, too. Uh, we do, it, we need to sign up, up for, yeah, we need to sign up for that quick. Yeah. Um, are, are, is that open already? They're, um, they already, once they open up for ticket sales, they open up for applications. Oh, okay. So we can send in an application whenever. It's just, they'll, it depends on when they're ready to send out acceptance or the stuff. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, um. And then we'll have to get Chris on our t-shirts so we can have those along. 
We just have to have Chris do a lot of things. <laughs> I have so, so many things going on. Just so many things. Because I, we'll have uh, Black Hills Con, and then the week after that, we'll have the wedding ceremony. Oh. Wait, really? Yeah, it's For the you? week after. Oh, I thought we were doing that in the fall. No, it's no. just a fall themed. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's good to but, know, because now- we know our falls. Because Ren Fair is- I'm technically not supposed to say this, so nobody- Tell anybody that I, yeah, you're, be- whatever. Anyway, Ren Fair's the week before Black Hills Con. Oh, so Then we there's have... Black Hills Con. And, and now we... there's your wedding. Yeah. So those three weeks, I'm going to be sitting there like, we're going to be like, we're dead. I'm so dead. We're dead. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, no, so that that's going to be exciting though especially since for that weekend for Black Hills Con I'm cosplaying Jinx from Arcane mm-hmm. um I think I think I've decided to scrap cosplaying Jade for this year mm. I know that's very depressing because Jade cosplaying Jade would have been awesome <gasps> Jade but, squared but I love Jinx too much to yes. put her down I was like she's too crazy and beautiful for me to just put she's her off amazing. so Jinx which I'm making that whole cosplay so I gotta get cracking on mm-hmm. that. Um, a Minecraft character, I'm gonna be Minec- the Alex skin from Minecraft, because then Mason, my boyfriend, is gonna be Enderman, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. go around with blocks, and I'm gonna build things up, and then he's gonna walk up, he's gonna grab a block from, like, the center, and then just... <laughs> and we're gonna- we have a few different skit ideas for that, where we're just gonna go around the convention and be silly. Yeah. And then I had a third. Oh, right. I'm going to cosplay Harley Quinn again, except yes. I'm this time I'm creating a vest mm-hmm. to go with the outfit that I have because I want to have my own Harley Quinn look. And yeah. I know that that's not a canon thing, but, but I feel yeah. like Harley Quinn doesn't care. No, she doesn't. <laughs> and so long as I have the red and black color scheme, everybody will know who I am. Like, yeah. it's too obvious it to is. not. yeah. So, I might have to see if I can get a better wig before then for her. But other than that, I gotta make the vest and long gloves. Mm-hmm. And possibly those, like, boot things that make it look like your boots are taller than they actually are. But... I'm not going to do as much with her as I will be for Jinx. And then the Alex skin, I basically already have everything except for brown pants and a block head, which I have orange hair, so if I really wanted to, I could just put it off to the side and not have to deal with the head, but that's laziness, so I'm going to do the head anyway. (laughs) So, just a quick sidetrack back, just to wrap it up, and then we're probably just, like, you started on something, and now we're on something completely different, and now we're just, like, oh, yeah, we're gonna finish, anyways, we're gonna finish, I'll wrap that up, and then get back to the, so, yeah, so we're gonna be at Black Hills Con is what that was about, I'll Uh, probably be in my Alex, but with the t-shirt over it, and the head off to the side, yeah, (laughs) so, uh, Wicked, uh, the musical. We still haven't gotten a movie. Sad. It is actually based off of the Wicked book, um, which was written in 1955. So many. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Before we get copyright. Yeah. Anyways. Um. I only so. Said once. <laughs> um. 
what what was I saying? Um, the the wicked musical. Um, it's, it's one of one. those where it's definitely a based off of, and it's not an actual interpretation of. It's not actually you know the book. Mm-hmm. Because if they did it based off of the book, it'd be a lot darker. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the book, uh, which I pretty much just read a, like, how it differs from the musical, and it definitely has it to where, um, the book is through Alphaba's point of view. Yeah. And it's definitely more into, like, how she became the Wicked Witch, and definitely her darker side. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in the end, of course, the Wizard of Oz is still the villain. Yeah. But the Wizard is Elphaba's father. Hmm. Yeah. But let it to be, you know just all of that but in the end she still became just you know evil yeah Poor uh girl. the musical is a lot more heartwarming and it's through the eyes of glenda the good which is, it goes off of that whole um thing of you know the me i love the meme and everything but i can get into an argument with him it's like she was a princess, bro! <laughs> and who was her sister? The Wicked Witch of the Weast. Whatever. Weast. <laughs> yeah, the, the Wicked Witch of the Weast. Um, but no. Um, the Wicked Witch of the East, bro! Weast. Yeah, there you go. Um, weast. <laughs> it's both. It's Weast. Okay, the Wicked Witch of the West and the Wicked Witch of the East are sisters. Uh, Glenda the Good and the Wicked Witch of the West, they are not sisters. Mm-hmm. Glenda the Good is also not a princess. She's just very frilly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're not sisters. They were practically best friends, at least through the musical. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Even I she can... was very pink. Yes. She loved, she loved pink. <laughs> and um I love it because in the original Broadway, um Glenda the Good is played by Kristen Shinsworth, mm-hmm. who is amazing. She played Maleficent in Descendants. Oh Yeah. Well it's funny that I brought that <laughs> yes. up. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and um Elphaba is played by Idina Menzel. Oh cool. Yep. Who is, um, Elsa. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. And so, I mean, Idina Menzel just has a powerful voice and was absolutely needed for Elphaba. But yeah, that's that because I once saw this whole thing of, um, the... Just a parent's review of the book and was just yeah. like, this book is not child-friendly like the musical is. It's like, it's the same name, 
just two different sides of the story. Mm. It's just the whole based off of thing. It's not actually it. Yeah. Because, again, if it was actually the interpretation of the book, it would be a lot darker. It'd be more Sweeney Todd style. Yeah. Um, just a, like, quick suggestion. If you find a book or anything, anything, even if it's supposed to be an adaptation, I suggest, um, go on, Hamza. It's like, no. Uh, I suggest checking, like, the, the... Either, I mean, with books, it's, like, the blurb, um, or synopsis, or reviews, even, but just check to make sure if you are having your child watch or read it, check before, instead of getting it and then getting all angry, because usually there is something somewhere saying, hey, this is for mature audiences only, and I mean, books don't always say that, but sometimes you can... You can kind of guess. Yeah. Based off of where it's placed in the store. It's like, for example, it's like, oh, Cinderella and Aurora and Ariel and all of them are such wonderful princess stories. But I would not let my child read the Brothers Grimm versions of them. No. Please be careful. (laughs) Um, And uh, please don't blame the creators because sometimes it's just, it's a simple misunderstanding and maybe they just didn't put it on there big enough or sometimes they don't with books sometimes they just expect you to know i'm also fairly sure and maybe the author is pretty close to being dead if not dead yeah so, so um yeah no just whether it's musicals movies i mean musicals usually are pretty pg-13 Hi, Editor Chris here, and I just wanted to cut in real quick to let you know that at some point there was a technical error in the middle of recording, and the rest of what we have is kind of subpar. I'm not entirely sure what happened to the audio quality, but it's not really something that I can fix. So I hope you enjoy this uh, less-than-stellar version of the remaining bit of this podcast. Thank you. Um, Unless you have Stephen King and music musical in the same sentence PG because uh, the musicals are usually pretty PG-13 yeah and then they're gonna turn Cujo into a musical Gene yeah. <laughs> ah, um watch yourself watch yourself yeah you're fine you watch just need to go stairs. upstairs you didn't do anything wrong go back up hopefully uh-huh. it's not too like- yeah, no, I think it's what? good. I think it's just Zoom Anyway, um, uh, so, yeah, no, just uh, make sure that you check those and, um, yeah, usually. If you're a parent, maybe either watch or read it first before deciding to give it to your kid. Yes, just just a friendly reminder, not not like a how dare you let your kid watch it because that's actually completely up to you as a parent, but. Uh, we we aren't here to tell you how to parent because we're just here to be nerds. But yeah. it's just like with a review, you can't really leave a review saying um, this is a PG thirteen when it's certain things. <laughs> it's like this story, even in the movie, if you pay attention to like the original Wizard of Oz movie. Yeah, it's, it's really. Pretty dark. 
Yeah, it's really hyped up, but it's still pretty dark. Like, yeah. people died. Someone had a house dropped on top of them. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, they were evil, but then people danced on the fact that a house was dropped on top of them. Ding dong, the boys <laughs> are dead. Yeah, so that puts a whole new twist on dancing on your grave. Anyway, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, that's, that's so pretty much with it. I know there's a lot more because a lot of things, but that would be an entirely long segment! Yeah! And we have rabbit holes that we go down a lot. A lot! My fault! <laughs> <laughs> it's both of our faults. Yeah. But no, it... Rabbit holes are fun! That's how are. you get to Wonderland. Wonderland! That's but another one that should be in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, it, it could either be good or good or bad. I feel like if it was done well, mm-hmm. it would be really good. Yeah. Like, I mean, technically, technically, the animated movie is a musical. Yeah. And so if they went based on that, that could be really good. Yeah. I mean, there was even, there was a song in there that they didn't put in there that was like Cheshire Cat. That, mm-hmm. it's so cool. It's so funny. And I love the Cheshire Cat, but... So, yeah. I, mean, I feel like that would be a good, like, Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've done it. I don't think they have. I don't think so. But they should. Yeah. <laughs> and it turned into a lot of things. Why not turn it into a musical? Yeah, like the live-action movie, which yeah. actually was, in my opinion, was not bad. It wasn't. Um, I, I know a lot of people give it crap, but I personally feel like they did a really good job with that adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's kind of, that's actually another one we could get into, but we're not going to. Movies to movies. Movies <laughs> to movies to yeah. movies to books. Yeah, basically. But, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it was actually really good. I remember watching it when I was really little, and I was like, I was like, I love this movie. And then someone was like, eh. It wasn't as good as the animated movie, and I was like, ah, I've never seen the animated movie. Mm-hmm. And then when I got, but like, only this last year did I finally see the animated movie, and I was like, oh, I still like the, I still like the live action. I feel like people give so much crap on live actions just because it's um, not the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, it's not the exact same thing, but it's also because you know. People have that nostalgia of growing up with the animated stuff and everything, but it's like, it was definitely good, great, in its time. It's probably still pretty good in today's time, but, you know, people, especially like the younger generations, are probably not gonna enjoy it as much. Because it's just, you know, it's, yeah, it's a little, I, I'm, I don't, this is going to sound really kind of heartless, but it's a little outdated. It is. Just because of, like, um, when things get older, sometimes, like, it becomes less interesting, not because they've seen it, but because they've seen these other things that have moved the standard for entertainment, which unfortunately now it's you've got to keep them interested for 30 every 30 seconds or else they're not paying attention anymore which is why they probably turned a lot of 
movies into musicals. Into musicals. It's like, because music, it, it just became a new thing. It's like musicals are the thing. Yeah. So let's turn everything into a musical. Yeah. There's some things just shouldn't be a musical. But then other things, there are some things that it should be. Like, for example, The Greatest Showman was I'd love to see a live stage production of that. Oh my goodness, I need it. I need to see that. I, so I saw the movie, and every single time I watch it, I just, like, I love it so much. The casting was great. It was such a good movie. But... And so there are just some musicals that are like, yes. And then there's other things that it's like, why in the world would you do that? No. But Greatest Showman was like past that level of yes, yes. to where it was like, this needed to happen sooner. <laughs> it, it, I just feel like, yes, I would love to see a live stage adaptation of it. Mm-hmm. But for the simplicity that it revolves around a circus. Putting that together would be would be very difficult unless you actually did it at a circus. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that I feel like gets really lost in entertainment now. They really could go out and they could find people from circuses and be like, hey, we're doing this. Would you be interested? Yeah. I guarantee you that those people would be like, wow, why would I turn that down? Mm-hmm. And they would find the talent that they needed. Mm-hmm. But they don't. Because they don't. that's a lot of work, a lot of money. So much money. A lot of, and they just, it's, <laughs> but it would be great. I mean, be. Uh, I mean, I have, I have so many. There's one idea for a movie that I have. It does have a circus in it. But it's, the circus is just the venue. It's based on a book that I read. I know we already talked about movie books for movies, but it's one that I, I think I mentioned this when we talked about books for movies. It's called The Night Circus. Mm-hmm. Did I mention that one? Yeah, no. I think it could be really good and really well done, but I feel like with something like that, going from a movie to a stage production, there is a level that needs to be hit mm-hmm. that wouldn't, like like I was saying earlier, there are some things you can do on a screen that you can't do on a stage. Yeah. Um, but they, if they went out and they found people who knew how to do those things, who would be willing to be a part of that performance... The whole point of the show is for it to be about this group being brought together. So, honestly, it would give it more popularity if they actually did that for the show. Because it would just, it would be really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like they need to do that. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, we can go on and on about this. We have hit the... I don't know. It's but over one time. hour and ten minutes. But yes, and so we're going to wrap it up, and that is that for that theme, segment, segment theme, whatever you want to call it. The whole thing. Yeah. The whole shebang. Okay, we're never coming back.
just kidding, no. We'll probably <laughs> eventually come back to this stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so many things that we could continue talking about that, like, we never got into comic books either, or, yeah. there are things that we could talk about, but for now, we have other topics that we want to get to. Yeah. Um, including an entire three-hour segment on Destiny, apparently. Don't worry, if you won't <laughs> let us have an hour and a half episodes, we will not let him have three-hour episodes. <laughs> so, no, uh, once we actually get to that, it will probably end up being broken down into segments, because it's a lot to break down, but we'll probably be getting into more of the actual research stuff with opinions. I know we have to go back to research. Yeah. But um, what I'd like to get into is sort of just like a segment that's just the evolution of. So like the, the evolution of video games and gaming systems, okay. books, movies, um, where it started to where it is now, kind of thing. And I mean, we could probably do reviews ones of kind of talking about different things specifically. Like earlier, yeah. we were we were talking about um, Spider-Man and how we can't give any spoilers. But what we could do is we could go back and talk about the older Spider-Man movies yeah. and the so. evolution of characters, character development. Yeah. And, yeah, and because, you know, like, we've got Doc Ock in the new movie, it could possibly, without you even knowing it, tie into the newer movie, but we won't tell you, so. Yep. Yeah. It'll be so funny. You're gonna have to actually go out and see the movie. I'm sorry, but you gotta do that if you wanna know what happens. But even if you aren't a huge Spider-Man fan, but maybe you're just a Marvel fan, it's still worth it. Worth it! 100% worth it. My cat's on crack. Yeah. My shirt currently says don't overthink it, so don't overthink it and just Don't overthink it. it! Just watch it. <laughs> just do it! Alright. Do it! So this is a... You make your dreams come true! <laughs> Alright, so we do have to get going, so this is Jade and Ashley signing off. From the nude community. It's been a while since I've dropped the Anyway. But um, we are wearing pants this time. Yes, sadly. We are. Um, but yes, go check us out on Facebook. Download the episodes to listen to later. Um, like on your way to work or on a trip or whatever. If you have any questions about anything, feel free to email us at nerdsofthenight42 at gmail. Absolutely. And if you'd like to also contribute a little bit so we can eventually get you more stuff and more content, find us on Patreon as well. Any little bit helps. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget to check out our other episodes that we've previously recorded on... Uh, Spotify and pretty much anywhere that we have. Yeah, our main thing is of course RSS. Uh, um, RSS, if it has the RSS logo, whatever for the Spotify portion, that's where you will more than likely find all of the episodes. 
So, yeah, always good. And I would like to give a huge thank you. I feel like it's how it was named, but thank you for the over 120 downloads on our episode. The book was better. Yeah. That yeah. was, that made me so happy to see it. We might have to go back and revisit that topic just because, first of all, we got so many downloads off of it. Yeah. Second of all, I love that topic so much. And she took me so into it. Okay, I I have like my own personal library at home and it keeps just growing. So honestly, I could go into specific books, mm-hmm. but I can't do that if if Ashley doesn't know what the book is. No, no. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> like, I would love to have, like, an entire episode dedicated to talking about The Night Circus, because that book was, oh my gosh, great. Okay, yes. but, 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 it has to be the end of the episode. Yeah. So. We have to end this episode. We do. I'm sorry. I just I'm like, sorry. We like talking to you guys. Okay, bye. bye. Love you all. Check Stay in. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye.